Blog Talk Radio. I felt the air rise up in me, live down and clear the stone of leaves. I wonder out where you can't see, inside my shell I wait and bleed. I felt the air rise up in me, live down and clear the stone of leaves. I wonder out where you can't see, inside my shell I wait and bleed. Goodbye, I want it, I'm on down and I didn't want to. Everything is dirty, bad for me They had to run and go, the air is setting straight out This is not the way I picture me I can't control my strength, I'm out of the yeah Something about this, I'm very wrong I have to live my life, I wish I didn't like this Is it a dream or a memory? Having trouble loading my 
Mozilla Firefox. Um, so, yeah, we'll have Ed up in a few minutes to uh, get a live perspective from UFC 92. Um, our other sponsor will be SlamBamJam.com. Uh, Alfredo carries up-to-date Lucha Libre, uh, Japanese pro wrestling uh, from New Japan, All Japan, Dragon Gate, uh, just whatnot. He has All Japan Classics, New Japan Classics, um, pretty uh, a large set of uh, best of wrestling discs as well. He's got uh, best of the All Japan Triple Crown. He's got the all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's got New Japan Classics, All Japan Classics, uh, some really good lucha stuff. The classic lucha from the 80s is really fun stuff. Um, he's also got some wacky shit on there too, so you could uh, check that out. Um, I highly recommend uh, SlamBamJam.com. Uh, they've got some really fun stuff. And also, for those that are listening, um, if you'd like to jump in our chat room and listen to the live stream, you can get that at EverybodyLovesTerry.com. I am the newest member of the podcast radio network. So, yes, I'm officially a podcast affiliate. Um, Ed, I, I know you're holding on, waiting on hold, but I'm having trouble loading my my uh, my player here. Uh, the board's giving me trouble. So, uh, okay, now that this disc is done burning, here we go. Let me load this up real quick. Eddie, stand hold, brother. I know you're there. Okay. Jeez. The things I do for Dave Meltzer, you know? That's all I have to say. The things I do for Mr. Dave Meltzer. That's all I got to say right now. Uh, let's go here. Let's hit that button. And we'll pull up the switchboard. Hopefully Ed is waiting on hold patiently. Oh, boy. Hang on, Eddie. Loading up the switchboard, brother. This thing is running damn slow. But that's what happens when you burn DVDs. Okay. Uh, just to uh, let people know that um, I saw The Wrestler. Um, I watched it last night. It was a really fun show, a uh, really fun movie. But uh, we'll get into that later. I have on the line the man, the myth, the legend, the king of Las Vegas and San Antonio, Mr. Ed in San Antonio, Eduardo. Hey, what's going on, Casey? How you doing hey, tonight? Uh, I'm freaking good now. I finally got this damn thing loaded up. You know, I'm sitting here burning burning Florida Championship Wrestling TV for Mr. Meltzer to who will review for the newsletter, and it's slowing down my fucking computer. <laughs> but oh, well, it's done you, now. You got to do what you got to do to help out the observer, so I understand. There you go. There you go. Well, it, it's simple. Um, you, were, you were in Vegas this past weekend for UFC 92. Now tell me, what did the crowd sound like when Frank Mir beat Big Nog? Um, uh, half the crowd was just like me and just in total shock of what the fuck we had just witnessed. And I mean, there was, uh, you know, a pop, but I mean, it wasn't, you know, a crazy pop because like I, like, like I say, you know, half the crowd was just mortified, dude. I mean, it just, it was like bizarre world, dude. Um, but the, the crowd in general, I'll, you know, out of the four events that I've been to, uh, this was probably the weakest as far as like crowd noise or um, crowd being into it. Mm -hmm. um, they really they they peaked at Vanderlei and uh, and Jackson uh, as far as like you know them coming to the because that's the, the, the most exciting parts of the show are actually when 
you know, the fighters are coming into the ring and they're getting face-to-face. That's when the live crowd really comes to life. And that was when they were at their peak was for that fight. And, uh, you know, that was, you know, that was weird because, you know, you had the two world title matches and then the fight with the other guys is the one with the most heat. But, um, I mean, it was nowhere compared to uh, either, like, uh, how it was for uh, B.J. or Shirk or, or B.J. and Jens Pulver or uh, Brock and Randy. I mean, it was uh, I mean, it was a great crowd and a great atmosphere, but it was, compared to the other ones, it was probably the weakest. Mm. Now, for those that are listening, uh, we'll be taking calls for the entire two-hour broadcast. Uh, the call-in number would be area code 347-215-7946. Um, later on in the first hour, we're going to have uh, SoCal breakout star Johnny Yuma. Um, Johnny is, you know, from the San Diego area, but he's been uh, tearing it up, you know, up and down California. He worked the NWA tapings this this past uh, week, and um, you know, he's Johnny Yuma is really good. In the second hour, we will have internationally known tag team specialists, the Young Bucks. Um, remember that name, Ed. The Young Bucks, okay? They're, um, once they hit that, that NWA TV in January, you know, everybody and their mother is going to be talking about the Young Bucks. Uh, cool. You can never have enough good tag teams out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're exceptional. Um, they're really, really good. But, uh, yeah, so they'll be on in the second hour. Wow. So uh, tell me, you've been to four UFC events live. Would you? Yeah. How would you rank this one as far as you know enjoying yourself? Yeah, it's 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 gonna be at the bottom because basically every single fighter I picked fucking lost. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to, I had to deal with that. Especially, you know, I have like I had like some money on the fights and bragging rights and fucking just mm-hmm. knowing you know just seeing you know every one of my fighters just fall after fall. I mean, it just like. I didn't enjoy that part. It, it actually it took away from the show. I mean, because when you think about it, the show it was a good show. I mean, good knockouts. You know, it was you know, the the just the upset of uh, Mir, um, just the and then the, the title change from the last five. I mean, it, it, I guess had I not had money or in, in you know in, invested interest in it, I would have enjoyed it way more than I did. It's just that a lot of things kind of took away from it. So, but I mean, I mean, it was. I'm glad I win. I mean, don't get me wrong. And it was a, a fun time. But yeah, you know, it's just uh, I, I would have to put this one towards the bottom. Now, there's some of us that are hoping and praying that May, May will be Lesnar Mir. If that is announced, I will most definitely be in Vegas. Um, there's fun. no I doubt. Think, I think if they make that fight, the convention will jump from 25 to about 50. You know, because yeah. that's that's like the big. I mean, it's just a perfect store. I mean, it was the perfect thing for Mir to win, even though I didn't think he had a chance. It's the best thing for business. It's going to be this. Was, it should set the record. It should beat, even though you know, you know, Randy's a, the legend and it was a big fight. This is you know Brock's rematch, and you know it's for the unification. And you know this will be this is going to set the standard for fucking UFC fucking fight. Pay-per-view buys to come, dude, because this is going to be the big one. And yeah, if it's in May, I mean, hopefully we'll have a bunch of you know good people from the Empire come down, and I mean it'll be if that if that's I'm praying to God that that's the fight because fucking um, it'll be fucking awesome. That's all I can say. It'll be fucking awesome. 
There you go. Okay. Now, tell me, were you were how shocked were you when when uh, Vanderlei got knocked the fuck out? Oh, dude, I just he fucking hit him and went down, and as soon as he got hit, you know, it, I, I thought to myself, he's fucking dead. <laughs> and and, and he, he didn't. I don't know how how the I don't know if they kept what they were showing on the pay per view. They kept going back to him or not, but he laid yeah, there, dude. Seven or eight well, they, minutes. They, they turned the camera angle away. They they turned the camera away, as not to show him laid out completely. Yeah, he. I mean, he was down for a long time. Didn't move for a long, long time, dude. I mean, it looked bad. I mean, it really looked scary, dude, for for a while there. And then finally, he sat up, which was good. And uh, but I was in shock. I mean. I, I, you know, I, I figured Vanderlei would go through him like he did the other. I figured, you know, there'd be like a mental thing, and and you know, Rampage. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, the dude's certifiably insane, dude. I mean, there's no two answers. Right. You don't know what Quinn Jackson you're gonna get. You don't know mm-hmm. if you're gonna get the guy who thinks he's Jesus, or you know who. But on that night, that was Quinn Jackson, the motherfucking ass kicker, dude. Because uh, <laughs> he he didn't have nothing in his head. I mean, he just came out and. It was almost, it wasn't exactly, but it was almost the same thing with Chuck. I mean, he just got an inside fucking devastating punch right to the jaw and fucking just took him out, dude. And um, I don't know, I'm thinking they should just go straight to doing Rampage against Rashad, but what I'm hearing, Rampage wants to fight Force first, which I think is stupid because what if he loses the Force again? There's no guarantee he's going to win because, like I say, you don't know what Quentin you're going to get. And, you know, why go and lose a fight when... You can have a big money match against Rashad. I mean, it was after after the way the the way the tape review ended. I mean, it set it up perfect for fucking Quentin Rashad, and that's what they should do. Fuck what, what fuck what Quentin wants. Fuck him. Well, Machida does, you know, is in line. Well, he does have a match. I mean, uh, so you, you gotta wait to see if he if he wins. Yeah. But I think he will. And I also also think he is as much as I hate him because he's one of the most hated fighters as far as personal for me um but I, he does deserve it so i think uh it's not going to be the most exciting fight if he fights rashad that's for sure but um i think he could beat rashad i mean just the way he does it to everyone else dude i mean he just frustrates people and then just uh, takes advantage of every little weakness and you know as as much as he He's boring and, and stalls or whatever. When he does have that slight advantage on the ground, I mean, he the dude knows what he's doing. He'll he knows how to win. He knows, yeah, he knows how, how to win, Ed. You know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he is deserving, but as far, if they're going to go for money, I would do that first, and then whoever after that would be, I'd go ahead and let uh, Leo to have the next match. But if, if right, they want to have... How's this? You, you put that, um, put Mashida and uh, Rashad underneath... Mir and Lesnar. That, that way, you don't was, have was, to depend on those guys to draw, you know, to draw numbers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because Machida is not a draw. Yeah, he's not a draw at all. I also hear that there's a big chance that possibly Matt Hughes Sarah could take place in May, which I hope is not the main event. Out, but it, it would be the perfect second, you know, second main event after uh, mm-hmm. Brock and Mir. I mean. They, that if they had that match, that would really, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, who wants to see him? They're whatever. Fuck that. You let them do some interviews for fucking a couple weeks, dude. That's one thing these two guys know how to do 
You got the obnoxious fucking farm boy, Jock Hughes, and you got the loudmouth fucking little fucking dude with the midget complex fucking getting rowdy. I mean, they would they could build that fight, dude, and turn it into something. <laughs> That's for sure. So if they, if they did that one-on-two on the pay-per-view, it really would break records. I mean, for a long time. Now, were, were you shocked by Mir taking out Nog? I honestly wasn't because since Nog signed with UFC, you know, he's a shell of his former self. I mean, he did really take some beatings in pride. Yeah, I, I wasn't shocked because I figured, it, you know, I just, I, you know, I just don't have faith in Mir, dude. You know what I mean? I just have never really had that faith. But I give him credit. He came out. He was in good shape. You know, I mean, I was thought his boxing fight. skills were great. If only Junie Browning would have listened. Well, the thing is, yeah, I mean, he was—he did exactly what he was telling Junie to do. But the thing was, is like, at, at first, even though he was tagging Nagara, I, I didn't have—I never lost faith in Nagara because I figured, okay, Muir's throwing the same three-punch combination over and over again. You got—he's got to figure it out sooner or later, and he just mm-hmm. never did, dude. He—he he came in with the same combination, tagged him at least at least with two of them, just over and over again. After, like, this, in the second round, I'm thinking to myself, he just his reflexes are gone, dude. He's just shot. And I, yeah. well, the only hope is maybe he'll just, you know, catch something. As you know, Nagara's, you know, infamous for being, taking that ass kicking and then just coming back. But there, there's, I don't think there's anything left. I think he needs, he, he, his body is finally as old as his face looks. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I was thinking that, you know they could do they could do a night of legends type show with uh, Randy, Randy Randy and Aguirre yeah. and uh, who else uh, Chuck and Vanderlei maybe again Yeah, that would be a decent fight. I don't know if they're uh, I don't know if Vanderlei would be ready to fight uh, Chuck on for Chuck's next uh, fight. It would be right around like the bubble, but they said he didn't even go to the hospital, so maybe mm-hmm. maybe he'll be all right. But that would be a good. I mean, it's money. It's money, and, and both fights put the winner back into title contention, even if not really title contention worthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they could do you know a night of legends type of thing, and you know, show respect. You know, um, I I honestly don't like the idea of the UFC Hall of Fame. Um, I think it should be mixed martial arts Hall of Fame. But that you know, because guys just don't fight in the UFC. You know, they fight in other organizations and whatnot. And, you know, now that, you know, UFC owns pretty much everything, they could, you know, make it the MMA Hall of Fame. That way, because to be honest, if you just went by UFC, Big Nog would not be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But you know that UFC wouldn't have making him a Hall of Famer. But it's just kind oh, yeah. of funny, like only certain guys. It, 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 I mean, it, it, won't, it doesn't make a difference for Nog, but there are other guys from Pride. Sakuraba will never be in the UFC Hall of Fame, even though he was he's right there with Nagari, you know what I mean? So it's kind of unfair. Some guys are going to get left off. But mm-hmm. the, the way I look at it, you got to look at the UFC Hall of Fame just like you look at the WWE Hall of Fame, and you got to consider the Observer Hall of Fame as the mm-hmm. standard for Mixed Martial Arts Hall of Fame, even though I think... Uh, Dave hasn't really done anything the last year or two with it, but you you got to put that in the higher stock than you would a UFC Hall of Fame. Okay, uh, a little off topic. Um, do you still have your beard, or did you get rid of it? 
I got rid of it. Uh, I shaved it off a few weeks ago. Damn it. You know, I'll tell you, that picture with you and that stripper as Akeem is fucking gold. I know, man. It's fucking that awesome. Was awesome. I, just, I just laughed out loud when I saw it. I mean, I just... It was the funniest fucking thing. I mean, it's the most perfect Photoshop I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it, it gives me a chuckle. You know, every, every time I see it, it's still funny. But, um... I, I know you're out there listening. Kurt Brown, um, take care, brother. Um, on the 5th of January, Kurt is going in for his final um, final round of chemotherapy. So hopefully, you know, Curtis can, uh, you know, can beat that shit. Um, you know, if, if you can pull off an exotic homosexual gimmick in pro wrestling, you, you have to have the balls to beat uh, cancer. So, Kurt, you are in our prayers, and, and God bless you, brother. You know, hopefully things go you know, go the right way, and we'll have you back on the show very soon. Um, okay, I had to had to, you know, brighten up Kurt's evening. So <clears throat> now let me uh, let me ask honestly, Ed, do you find yourself more jazzed and more hyped up to watch a UFC show as opposed to a pro wrestling show? It it depends. I mean, I think I'm always going to let the I'm always going to look forward to, okay, live UFC, of course, but watching on pay-per-view, as far as watching on pay-per-view, WrestleMania and the Rumble are probably one and two, and then you would have a shitload of UFC before you would have any other WWE pay-per-views. It's just, you know, because I'm a, you know, it's just been a tradition to watch WrestleMania, and then the Rumble is always my favorite wrestling match of the year, so I, I would always put those one and two, and then it would be UFC, and then, you know, the rest of the WWE shit. But, uh, you know, it's uh, that's, that's about it. Okay. Because that, that seems to be, you know, the question on many message boards, radio shows, podcasts, whatever the fuck you want to call them. You know, are you, do you prefer MMA over UFC or over pro wrestling? Me, I'm leaning more towards MMA. Um now, as far as, you know, the big companies, TNA and, and WWE, I just don't watch them, um, but that's by choice, um, just because the products completely turned me away. But, you know, there is still good wrestling out there. You just need to look hard and find it. Um, now, tell me, what did you think of the Ric Flair shoot interview? I thought it was I thought it was uh, really good. Uh, I just thought it could have been way better. Um, he holds back a lot, uh, and he also seemed like there was some miscommunication between him understanding what the, the question was actually asking, and the guy not kind of following in when he realized that Claire wasn't realizing what he was saying. Um, right. That was a little weird. Uh, uh, you know, I thought, I mean, it was good, but it's just like Rick didn't go into details. He was very vague. Did I lose you, Ed? I think. I mean, the, the stories about, like, the in the book that he did in the interview. Right. Are you still there? Yeah, I'll see you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, brother. I got you. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um,. It was a really good listen. It was really long, and it took yeah, I mean, me four days, so it was a day a disc. So yeah, it, it, it took me like about four, four or five days too. But I mean, I enjoyed it. I just was, 
I guess I had such high expectations they didn't it didn't live up to it. Mhm. Yeah. Now, you know, the, well, see, the thing is, though, the, a lot of the stuff was covered in the WWE DVDs and the book, you know, and then, you know, who really wants to talk about, you know, have Ric Flair talk about, you know, dancing on a bar nude, you know, drunk. Why? You know, it, people know that he lived the gimmick. You know, Ric Flair is Ric Flair. You know, you really don't need to hear him talking about all that stuff, so. Yeah, and then uh, you could tell he, he, um, I don't know. I just can't believe he thought he, he his matches with Lex Luger was or Lex was such a great hand at wrestling. I mean, he, he was very protective of certain people more than he should have. But uh, I don't know. I get, like I say, I was expecting him to go into more details about certain stories or certain older wrestlers, and and it was I'd give it like four out of five. But I mean, it just I was expecting a five, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the blow away shoot interview. Yeah, it was. You know, I mean, I've seen more like the Jack Victory shoot interviews as oh, far as like women, you know. It's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you hit that one on the head. Axel Rotten, uh, 1997, the first RF shoot was fucking brilliant too, with the greatest line ever, uh, talking about superstar Billy Graham being the innovator of steroids. <laughs> it's the greatest well, line is- ever. Yeah, but I mean, it was good. I'm, I'm glad I watched it. You know. I mean, it's just, it, it's unreal seeing him sitting there and fucking, fucking spitting his fucking dip out. <laughs> I just got a chuckle out of that, dude, him doing that shit. That was just so unexpected, you know? Yeah, he says that's his only vice. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a typical alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't, I kind of, I don't know, man, it was weird. Uh, when he kept talking about wanting to, try and get Steve uh, Regal to start drinking and a couple other dudes. It's kind of like, I, I don't know. It's part of me kind of thought that's that's kind of fucked up, Rick. That's yeah, that kind of mean right. it. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, right. yeah, so. But, you know, all in all, it was good. Um, you know, it wasn't the best shoot that I've ever seen, but, you know, it's up there. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was good. <clears throat> yeah. So, all right. So, uh, what do you have coming up this Friday, Eddie? Um, we have. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I don't know. if We have a guest lined up, but I do know that on the ninth we are having uh, Claudio Castanoli on the nice. show. So that should be a good one. Um, I've actually just watched some Ochakara with a minute, so I can get some. You know, to get a little familiar, more familiar with his career. And we don't have a set date yet. But Peach told me that we are confirmed to have uh, the former WWE diva Ariel or uh, Salinas from Shelly TNA. Shelly Martinez will be on the show. Oh, oh, Ed, she is okay. so hot, brother. Yes, she, she is. is so and, oh. and thank you for sending me that DVD that you sent me a while back. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about. I'm kind oh, of the adult one. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of debating how I should uh, ask about that. You know, I don't want to offend her or anything, but, you know, I kind of want to bring that up. So trying to be finding a way to, in a conservative way to ask her about that video with uh, with uh, porn star Joe Denial. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's so. good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff. I've seen it a couple times. <laughs> I love her tattoo, though, down below. Yeah, yeah. And that also, 
soon as we have the time and he has a, a Friday night off, uh, Carl Stern uh, is going to be on the show. So those are the most uh, the those will be the more uh, coming you know coming up in the up in, up upcoming weeks. I'm sorry, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more people coming on soon. That's good. That's good. You guys are uh, you guys are doing very good stuff, uh, very good work, and and I'm proud of you and Peach. Uh, you guys are doing really good. Um, you know, I don't listen to most of the most of the podcasts, you know, just because I, I honestly don't have the time. Yeah, I mean, there's you just so much. Are, you guys are my Saturday morning fix, brother, so. Oh, that's cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's all good, homie. It is all good. I actually getting your package ready to go to send tomorrow morning. Cool, that'll work. Yeah, yep, yep. We are waiting for Johnny Yuma to call in. He's fashionably late. Which, uh, do you know of any workers that are actually on time? Mm, no. <laughs> not many. Not many at all. So, uh, what's going on in WWE? Actually, you know what? We're going to wrap up. Um, it's blogtalkradio.com, and you can search DrunkCast? Yeah, the drunk cast, or just Ed in San Antonio. You can just type in Ed in San Antonio. And you can also get uh, archives of the shows up at angrymarks.com. Much love out to you, Stevie J and Big D. That should do it. Oh, cool. All right, Eddie, thanks for coming in, coming on and touching base, brother. You know, I will uh, have to call in your show on Friday and talk some shit. All right, man. Cool. I'll talk to you then. Okay, take All right, it thanks, easy, brother. Bye-bye. All righty. That was Mr. Ed in San Antonio uh, giving us a live perspective from UFC 92 and talking a bunch of other bullshit. Uh, I have on the line up-and-coming independent superstar based out of Southern California, San Diego area, Mr. Johnny Yuma. What's up, brah? It's What's about going on, man? Dropped, it's about time you dropped that bullshit surfer gimmick, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, can we call you NWA Superstar Johnny Yuma? <laughs> you, oh, you can call me whatever you want, but uh, but yeah, I heard you mention it earlier. Yeah, I, uh, I did get to uh, be at the NWA tapings this past weekend, and it was it was a blast. Cool. Did you um Did you get a chance to watch any of the any of the matches at all? Um, I I got a chance to see a few. I saw really. Really awesome match between uh, Brandon Gatson and uh, Adam Pierce. Mm-hmm. I managed to catch that one, and uh, another really good one I managed to catch was uh, Joey Ryan against Willie Mack. Mm-hmm. I got to see those from behind the curtain, but pretty much everything else I caught as much as I could on the little monitor they had in the back. It was kind of small, but I mean, I caught what I could, and everything was awesome. I mean, <laughs> as a fan, you, everything was just really did enjoyable. You see, did you see any of Oliver John's work? Um. I saw some of him against uh, Brent Albright, and I mean, it, mm-hmm. it was it was also very good. You know, everybody, the crowd was super into it. He was getting some, he was getting some really good heat. It was it was very entertaining. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that match. Just Oliver, Oliver's from up here, and he is he's brilliant. Um, he's he's one of those guys that has the look, you know, and you know he he can work, and he's going to go places. Especially when the when the TV starts dropping, you know he's going to start getting booked. So, you know that's 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 really good. He's a really good talent. Um, so tell me, brother, 
What's up with New Wave Pro? Well, let's see. New Wave, our next show is uh, January 17th. And uh, we're, we, we've uh, switched venues. We went, we're moving from the downtown Y, which was, it was a lot of fun, you know. You know, we packed the place a few times. And it was, you know, every show was a blast. But uh, we're switching venues to uh, uh, a fight gym called uh, FD Undisputed. So that'll, that'll be interesting. It's outdoors. It's a little cold. You know, it's kind of cold time of the year. But, you know, hopefully, you know, the people will come out and, you know, because we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? That's that's good for, you know, good for the ring crew. Because I'll tell you, when I was down there in, it was at March, it was a motherfucker with that ring, man. Oh, that's <laughs> that damn thing in. Tell me about it. I've uh, I've helped put that ring inside that building, you know, every time, and it's a, uh, it's kind of a bitch, but you know, you know, it's what we got to do. Pay your dues, brother. Now, speaking of rings, I want you to be brutally honest with me, okay? I've debated back and forth with guys that have worked in the ring and and also the owner of the ring, Jeff Dino. What do you think of his ring? Is it stiff? Uh, you know what? I I love that ring. It is uh it is easily my favorite ring. You know, I've 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 wrestled in it more than any other ring and it's uh I mean, at first, like, you know, first time I was ever in it, I thought it was kind of stiff, but I've gotten used to it. The only thing is the only thing about that ring is the bottom rope is super low and I cringe mm-hmm. when I watch people try and slide under the rope all cool cuz I'm always afraid they're going to get stuck and look kind of silly. <laughs> <laughs> or crotch themselves or something. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But I love I love that ring. <laughs> okay, you have you've trained with him. You're um, pretty close friends with him. What are your feelings as of Alex Saint as a worker? Alex Saint as a worker? Well, I mean, you know, he works really old school style, and he, you know, he 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 works he works like the matches he loves to watch, and that's simple, basic stuff. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I like his work. I, I, I've worked him. It was a blast. You know, I like that keep it simple style. You know, it's it's safer for everybody involved. And, you know, and the crowd, you know, you do it right, the crowd will eat it up just like they would, you know, doing some crazy flip. There it is. You know, you gotta you got to give the man credit. You know, he, he does his homework. You know, he watches Ric Flair matches. He watches Shane Douglas promos. you got to give it to him. You know, he, he does his homework. And oh, yeah. I'll tell you, once that NWA stuff hits TV, brother, the style's going to change. Oh, yeah. It's going to change. I, I bet, yeah, because, I mean, you know, all the guys working that, you know, they, they're they working that, um, you know, you know, the more simple, basic, back to, you know, back to basic style. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. There you go. I, you know, I, I do enjoy high flying when it's done properly in context, but then also I like a good 20-minute match where guys go out there and grind, you know, where it's, it's a contest and as opposed to a stunt show. Um, oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. insult anybody. No offense to anybody listening. I don't want to offend anyone. Um, <laughs> I give everybody credit for having the balls to get in that ring. But me as a fan, I prefer... You know that that ground-based Adam Pierce type style, um, because you know I grew up. I I, I first started re- watching wrestling in 1979. I mean I I you know I saw all the greats out here: Pat Patterson, Ray Stevens, um, Ricky Thompson, Jerry Monty. You know these guys that weren't flyers, but they went out and, and they told stories, and 
Now, I'll tell you, what do you think of the current, quote-unquote, big league promotions product, WWE, TNA, and, and whatnot? Well, you know, I mean, I, I started watching wrestling, you know, a little, a little later than most. I, I wasn't a fan growing up until I was about 11, so, uh, you know, I started with WWE, and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm still a huge fan to this day. I'm taping, taping Raw as we speak. You know, that's just, I don't think I'll ever be able to stop. I know a lot of people have been kind of, become kind of, you know, disenchanted with the whole WWE thing. You know, a lot of people don't like John Cena or Batista or guys like that. But, you know, I'm, I, you know, I don't, I don't miss a single show. I don't order all the pay-per-views, but that's only because, you know, money's tight, economy's not that good. But I can tell you, if I had the money, I would watch every single one. Mm. Now, now, since you follow the current product, do you think that John Cena is ripe for a heel turn? You know what? As, as a fan, I would love to see it, but I would, I would really, you know, if it came out of nowhere, it, it would, you know, it would obviously mean a lot more, and it would, you know, garner a better reaction, I think. But, but, uh, but I, you know, I don't know because business-wise, from what you know, I'm, I'm no. You know, expert on that that part of wrestling, but uh, but you know, I, I would imagine that might not be the best thing for business since he clearly sells a lot of merchandise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'd 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 like to see it. I loved, I became a fan of him when he was you know a bad guy rapper. I thought he was great. I think he's great now, but I don't know. You know, everybody's got to change sometime. Well, he's he's not going to turn into at least after Mania since they lost Batista. So they're you know they're light on the babyface side. So. Um, plus, they were supposed to do their thing, you know, at WrestleMania. So, yeah, that's that's the vibe I got with the you know with their first match, and then Cena getting hurt, and then kind of playing it up into a storyline that Batista did it or, or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed no. that match a lot, though. I actually ordered SummerSlam specifically for that mm-hmm. match and for the Hell in a Cell the match. match. The ladder match was good. Oh, is the Shawn Michaels Jericho ladder match? Yeah, that was good stuff. I actually have not seen that yet. I would love to, though. You know, Jericho is, you know, my absolute, you know, hate to sound like Jer- a... Jericho, I think, is the number two best heel in all of entertainment in 2008. Uh, number, one, number one is Heath Ledger as the Joker. There is no <laughs> heel in any genre of entertainment that put in the performance that he did. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this. Um, I I feel really bad for for Dave Batista. Um, on Wait, my show hold. last week, on my show last week, which was on a Monday before Raw, um, I was talking with my guest Justin Shapiro, and and we were shooting a shit, and we said that you know, all of the main eventers except for Batista have gotten hurt this year. Mm-hmm. Then later on that night, the homie went down. Oh, uh, you jinxed him. <laughs> That's right. I, I bad luck about that. That was bad, horrible timing. But you know, it's going to force Vince's hand, you know, to change things up for Mania again this year. So you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I never want to see anybody get hurt, you know, ever. But I mean, obviously, yeah, things are going to be a little, little more uh, unpredictable now. Well, that's okay. Um, I'm thinking now. What, what do you think about uh, Christian? Do you think he's going to come back into WWE? Uh, well, you know, just like I was telling you, I'm still a big fan, so I'm actually, you know, avoiding all the 
all the the internet stuff. You know, if if he comes back, I wanted to surprise me because I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of his, and I still mm-hmm. like to be surprised any chance I can. So I've been avoiding any any news about him. You know, I get pissed That's off when he, Alex Payne tries to tell me news. <laughs> the thing with Christian is that he keeps his his cards close to his vest, so mm-hmm. he's not letting anybody know, and and that's good. That you know that that element of surprise is you know a, a real good thing. So yeah. Okay, I just have a message in from Mr. Jeff Dino. He <laughs> uh, has a message for you. He says, uh, "Stop paying for pay-per-views and go to his place to watch them." <laughs> Well, you know, I, I last pay per view I ordered was SummerSlam. I really, I, you know, I just something about it. I just really wanted to see it. But I'll definitely be ordering the Rumble. I don't, I don't miss the Rumble. That's for sure. Oh, I love the match. The, just the match is great, and you know, oh, yeah. you know, it starts the road to WrestleMania, and you know, they make people and they continue stuff. And this, this is my favorite time of year as a as a WWE fan. I. The first time I ever watched wrestling ever was uh, it was the SmackDown before Royal Rumble 2000. So that's you know that's when I got into it, and it, you know that whole three months right up to Mania just blew my mind, and I've been a you know fan ever since. Obviously, Johnny, you're a fucking puppy. <laughs> yeah, you are a fucking puppy. You're what? 22? 21. Tw- fuck, man, still in diapers. But at least you're <laughs> old enough to drink. Yeah, yeah, but. Now, from from what I hear from uh, Mr. Saint, you are a fan of the Chikara product. Oh, huge fan, huge fan. Oh, yeah, I am too. Now, tell me, what what's your favorite act in Chikara? Um, I'm a, I love the Unstable. I think, mm-hmm. uh, uh, especially now, you know, when Colin came back. Obviously, I would have liked to see Colin stay in the WWE. You know, make you know, make more money. But you know, stuff happens. He's but he's back in Chikara. I'm stoked, you know. I haven't I haven't been able to catch as many shows this year as I'd like, but what I've seen has just been awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just um last week I just watched their Cibernetico, which is their big show. Yeah, they I went over yeah, an hour yeah. again and that was good stuff. Um have you have you seen this year's Cibernetico yet? No, I haven't yet. I think the last okay. show I saw was uh I think it was the Midwest stuff. Yeah, Chicago and Chicago and uh Cleveland. Yeah, and I, I I thought those shows were were really good too. My favorite show this year was probably uh, the anniversary show in Massachusetts, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that show was just top to bottom, great. Now tell me, what do you think of the colony? Oh, I love the colony. I I mean, yeah. Not only are they cool to look at, they they all, I mean, you know, I don't know. They're just, they're great. Gotta love the colony. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a trio. I'd love oh, yeah. to see in a straight lucha six man match. Just straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Because I mean they, they clearly, you know, they've all been taught by uh Mike Quackenbush and you know, so they I'm sure they could easily put on a straight pure lucha match against another really good trio. I love the trios matches. That's probably one of my favorite parts about Chicago. Yeah, I, I like the trios, but I uh, in two thousand two and two thousand three uh, when they just started going, started getting the ball rolling, they would do a lot of eight-man and ten-man tags where they would do, you know, they would uh, uh, work the, the Michinoka style, Michinoka pro style, where they would, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for 15 minutes, then bam, 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 dive, 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 dive. 
and then they'd roll to the finish. And that stuff was just insane. I mean, there were guys all over the place, but everything made sense. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I that's what I respect about Chikara. Sure, they they have some you know guys that do wacky spots and stuff, but their transitions are good. Their they everything they tell stories, everything makes sense, and you can tell that they've been trained properly by Hero, by Quackenbush, by Claudio, and, you know, and Reckless back in the day, and you can tell they've been trained properly. Yeah, that's that's something that that definitely you know makes, in my opinion, makes Chikara stand out as. You know, I really respect every single student because they're they're clearly they're ready. They were trained by, in my opinion, some of the best, and you know, they they were trained and they were brought up the right way. Agreed. You know, you never know. You may get lucky and get to work a TV match against Quackenbush. He is the NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, I, I was a little I was a little bummed that he wasn't at the at the tapings because you know. I was really hoping to meet him, but he he wasn't there. But hopefully he'll be on, uh, you know, some of the future ones, and hopefully I will too. <laughs> well, from what I hear, you did, you did very well, so you know I'm pretty sure you'll be brought back. Yeah, I I had a blast. So. <laughs> so tell me, how was it working for Jesse Hernandez and the Empire Wrestling Federation? Yeah, uh, I guess it was last Friday. Um, uh, I made my EWF debut, and that was that was great because EWF reminded me a lot of New Wave in that you know it's really revolves around the students, uh-huh. and so everyone every you know half the guys there were in the same boat as I am you know young, you know hungry and I mean it it, it was a really cool feeling it just kind of felt like just you know being around a bunch of the guys that are just like me it was really cool everybody was really nice you know um i got to wrestle uh, i wrestled locura who i know very well and so i was it was it was kind of i was kind of spoiled you know they kind of let me stay in my comfort zone and i got i managed to get to work somebody i know so but it was it was a lot of fun and the crowd was really good lots of little kids mm-hmm. well they 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 usually do that when they when they bring in a new guy they usually have him you know work someone he knows um that way jesse can can get a good idea of what you can do um you know uh i got anchors away booked for their first time for ewf and those people those assholes have not given me my 15 percent yet but, <laughs> but yeah i mean they're they're way the fuck over with the crowd there um you know i have to give it to jesse he's probably i'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's probably the currently the best independent pro wrestling promoter in the business and i say that because whenever i call him just not even to come on the show just to talk you know bullshit with him find out what's going on and stuff he's he's like he's i'm out hanging flyers it's like that's damn that's that's jesse always hanging flyers always hustling putting posters <laughs> in windows getting sponsors you know he needs he needs to do a seminar for just promoters not the boys, just promoters to teach them how to promote properly. And, you know, he does such a good job. And you saw the fans. That's Those fans that you saw that night or day, those are his regular fans. He draws mm-hmm. that all the time. Yeah. Constant. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean, it, it blows my mind that, you know, he, he does such a good job that they run almost weekly and still – 
still they still got those great fans every, almost every single week. That's that, I mean that's that's impressive, and I was glad really glad to be a part of it. That was that was very 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 cool. So let, let me ask, how'd you get booked? Uh, anchors away. Put it, you know, they put in a good word for me, and uh, and you know, they gave me a shot, and I, you know, I went out there, I, I did my best, and um, you know, I, I had a lot of fun. I would love, I would love to go back. Everybody, all, all everybody in the back was, you know, very nice, it was good atmosphere, real positive, and then it was a charity show too, so that was that was really good, you know. It was a Toys so for Tots thing. Toys for Tots, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was, you know, that's yeah. always a good feeling to help out you know anybody especially you know little kids i love toys you know i feel terrible for the kids that can't have them so that was that was nice there you go now i'll tell you you're in bed with the right people brother <laughs> okay honestly you know you're you're in bed with marquez in the nwa uh jesse hernandez jeff dino um the people who run new wave um you know you're once this nwa tv drops brother okay you guys, everybody that's working those shows, you know, you guys are in the right place. Because I honestly feel that once the NWA gets national clearance off the satellite, that it's going to blow up. It's going to be a legitimate third brand. You know, and, and you guys are right there. And it's good to see that you're on the train for the ride, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, no one's more excited than I am. <laughs> I hear you, man. You know, um, I'll be having the young bucks on in the second hour. You know, another you know another young, good young team. You know, that's an NWA team as well. Uh, what, what do you think of the Bucks? The Bucks are you know they're really cool guys and they're doing so damn well for themselves. It's 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 awesome. And then you know Nick is he's only 19 and he's he's you know already you know worked his way to Dragon Gate in Japan. They're, him and uh, his brother they're the PWG Tag Champions. I mean that's that's all, you know, that's all awesome stuff. I'm actually working, uh, or I'm wrestling Nick and Joey Ryan at, on the Battleground Pro Wrestling Show on January 24th for the maximum, the vacant Maximum Championship. So that'll be, that'll be quite the experience for me. You know, those, I can learn a lot from both him and Joey, so I'm very, very excited for that. And well, what, what do you think of Joey? <laughs> Joey's great. Oh, what was that? Oh yeah, uh Joey's yeah, Joey's great. I'm a big fan of his, you know. Uh I've gotten to see him live a few times at uh SoCal Pro. You know, it's cool for the San Diego fans. That's what I love about SoCal Pro. They you know, they bring the best of LA down for San Diego to see, you know, guys like Scott and Joey. And um, you know, it's Yeah, Joey Joey's great. He's a technical wizard. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Well you mentioned Scott Lost. Um I think arguably he's one of the most underrated independent workers out there. And I think it's because he doesn't leave California. But uh, what do you think of uh, Scott? Well, he's he's another guy that I'm I'm a big fan of and I really look up to him because as a person, he's one of the, you know, he's one of the nicest guys I've met. You know, every, every you know, every, you know, most wrestling fans, you know, especially independent ones, they know Scott Lost. They know his name. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, every, every time I've been on a show with him, you know, he's right there, he's approachable, he's humble, and, you know, and he's, I agree, I agree, he's easily one of the most underrated. I would love to see him in, you know, getting, you know, working everywhere in the country. Soon. Wait for the TV to drop. That's another guy who's going to benefit 
I hope so because um, you know he definitely deserves it. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's brilliant. I can I can never get enough of Scott Lost. Um, I you know when I was down there uh, earlier this year um, for the New Wave show, I, I saw him and Ariel Starr, who's another good kid that's about ready to break out. Uh, they had a really good, solid, solid match. You know, nothing really special, but it was damn solid. Um, Scott was a great heel. Um, you know, he- excuse me, sorry, I almost broke kayfabe. Um, Ariel Starr was, you know, was exceptional too. You know, he, you know, the the, the crowd knew him. The crowd knew Scott, and they, they, the chemistry there was just really, really good. Um, what do you think of uh, Ariel Starr? Yeah, Ar- Ariel Starr, you know, since I, you know, started at New Wave, he's become a really good friend of mine, and, you know, he, uh, I wish he were, I wish he, uh, you know, wrestled more places than he does. He's, you know, he, I agree, he, I'm sure, I didn't see it, but I'm sure he had a really good match with Scott. I know he looks up to him. I know he's, you know, a big fan of Scott, so I'm sure it's a treat for him to get to wrestle him. That's, you know, that's got to be awesome for him, and I'm sure it's nerve-wracking, too. A little uh, Filipino on Filipino violence. <laughs> it's always good. But, yeah, that... Now, tell me, what are your honest feelings on SoCal Crazy? I can't pronounce his NWA name. His, his NWA name is Sidereal. Sidereal, that's right. Sidereal, yeah. Sidereal. Now, what are your opinions on on Sidereal SoCal Crazy? Uh, he's easily, uh, like in my opinion, he's up there as one of the you know completely underrated you know wrestlers. He's been working for forever, and you know uh, he he loves he loves to wrestle. He loves to wrestle. If he can, you know work more, more than one match and, you know, on the same show, you know, if it's possible, he'll do it. I've been on uh, LLII shows with him where I swear he worked maybe five times. <laughs> he just he just loves it. You know, he loves it more than anything, and he's, he's, no, he's great. He's been a great teacher uh, when it comes to Lucha stuff, and he knows what he's doing, and I don't think I've ever seen him get get tired or or anything in the ring. I've, the guy the guy could wrestle for days. Mm-hmm. Now that's another guy who's going to break out. Oh, I hope so. I really hope you know, so. I I got just, to wrestle him at the tapings, which was a blast because I've always wanted to, you know, since I met him, because he's taught me so much, and uh, that 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 was that was really cool for me to finally be able to wrestle him. Well, ne- never mind his talent. You know, the guy's a fucking sweetheart. He'd give your give his left leg and think about giving his right if you needed it. You know, oh, he's yeah, always yeah. giving me the time of day. Yeah, he's, you know, he's he's another one of the guys. That's, he's easily one of the nicest people I've ever met. Humble as humble can be, you know. Keeps to him, you know. He kind of keeps to himself, but you know, I'm I'm glad that I know him as well as I do because you know he opens up and he's also one of the funniest people I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have to agree. I have to agree with you on that one. Now you you worked him you worked him at the at the NWA show. Um, mm-hmm. Was it as SoCal Crazy or the other? <laughs> it's kind of funny. He uh, when he came out, he was announced as a SoCal Crazy, but after he uh, beat me decisively, <laughs> they announced him as Sidereal. So little little miscue there, but the crowd kind of popped for SoCal Crazy. So you know, what what color was his mask? Was it black and red or black and blue? 
he he actually debuted a brand new black and silver mask. Oh wow, cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that guy is you know, he's got I would like to see him with a run as NWA junior champion. I, I think that he could go out and have be I, I know this isn't fair to compare him, but be the Ric Flair of the juniors, where he can go out and work his opponent's style no matter where. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He he can, you know, that's the thing. He can do both so well. He's, you know, you know, an expert at Lucha. American, too. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would love to see him and uh, him wrestle uh, Mike Quackenbush. That would be, you know, a, a dream match for me from a fan standpoint. Now, uh, what what did you think of the matches that SoCal Crazy had with uh, Adam Pierce earlier this year? Well, that was that was before I was actually you know actually on the SoCal Pro Show, so I was right there uh, front row. I mean, e- each time they went at it, it was you know great match, and it, it it's depressing that you know only the people there alive you know saw it, and it didn't really those matches were great, like great, and you know. Not that many people know about them, and it's a damn shame because, you know, they went out there and both gave, you know, 150% every time and put on a different, really, really, really awesome match. Now, for those that are listening, if you want to get a hold of uh, these matches that we've talked about for SoCal Pro Wrestling, you can get those at WrestleWarehouse.com. They're under the SoCal Pro Wrestling banner there. Um, Anything from 2008 was just blow. You know what? Just go through the whole damn library. You got a bunch of different shit. You have the Young Bucks, the Ballards, uh, Still Got Crazy, Adam Pierce. Um, you know, you have the uh, uh, Scott Lost. There's a Carl Anderson match from earlier in the earlier in their run in uh, 2007. Um, just go out of your way to uh, check that stuff out uh, because you'll be surprised by Adam Pierce's work. It's completely different than ROH, and you know it's. Adam doesn't get enough credit, and I keep putting him over till I'm blue in the face. Um, not just because he's a friend of mine, but Adam's a hell of a talent, you know, and he's got a great mind. Uh, well, what do you think of Adam? Adam is he's he's another one of those guys who he's gone out of his way to help me and to kind of you know mentor me, and I, I appreciate everything he does in the ring, but even more I appreciate everything he's done for me, you know, as a young guy who who needs to hear some good influences like him. You know, I was able to spend some time with him at the tapings, and, you know, we had a fun weekend, and, you know, I learned a lot from him. I learned a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, Adam's Adam's a good guy, and it's always a pleasure to have him on the show. Um, you know, because Adam, you know, is, we're about the same age, and, you know, we came up watching the same stuff, and, you know, we have the same influences, and, you know, it, it's pretty cool. And, Adam, if you're listening... I'd like to apologize for my mishap a few weeks ago. Hopefully uh, there isn't any heat between us because um, I haven't heard from you in a little bit. I know you've been busy uh, doing your thing with uh, whatever you're doing. <clears throat> so other than the stuff in SoCal and Chikara, do you follow any other indies at all? Okay, sounds like we may have lost Mr. Yuma Mia Clock. See if I can pop him back in here. Uh, yeah, we lost Mr. Yuma. Okay, let's see what we got here. <laughs> okay, uh, Johnny's phone died, so 
Oh, okay, hold on just a second. Let me see if I can. Yeah, his phone died. But, uh, yeah, that was Mr. Johnny Yuma. Um, I'm not quite sure what his, you know, let's go to the MySpace real quick and so I can plug his MySpace for him. Excuse me. Okay. Well, Johnny, that was a really good interview. Uh, thank you for was my um I did want to uh discuss uh Mr. Saint who uh is absent. Um Mr. Saint I guess uh has uh moved on and you know he's he's uh working on getting his you know his uh his career and, and body back together and you know a lot of different stuff going on in his life. Um Oh shit! I I almost forgot to uh, put over Mr. Johnny Goodtime. Uh, Johnny uh, has been working the TV tapings for the NWA, and he's been you know pretty much all over. Um, he's you know breaking through too. Uh, Johnny Goodtime is is doing a very good job as well. Um, I have to put him over. But uh, let's see. Let's go to contacts. One. Bear with me, caller. Bear with me just a second here. Okay, let's... This has got to be Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks. Yeah, this is Matt Jackson right here. How you doing? I am fine. And call it from the 909, I'm assuming, is Nick. Yeah, that's me, Nick Jackson. That's it. That's Nick Jackson. All right, before we get started with you, I'm going to... Pop uh, Mr. Johnny Yuma back on the line so he can uh, plug his MySpace and whatnot so he can get more bookings. Uh, Johnny, are you back on, brother? Cheap cheap house phone died. That's it, Johnny. What's up? All right, brother. I got the bucks on the line. Um, How about you plug your MySpace? Um, How can people get a hold of you and they want to book you? Okay, well, uh, my MySpace is www dot myspace dot com slash hypertite h y p e r t i t e and uh if anybody wants to get a hold of me you can always get a hold of me through there uh, I have uh, my uh, email address up in a blog on there and yeah that's probably the best way to get a hold of me awesome well thanks for coming on Johnny it's good to have you know a fresh young superstar on the on the show um, your future is bright brother and I'm not telling you that you know, just because we're pals. I'm done being honest, brother. You know, you're since you got rid of that fat fuck in New Wave, you've been you've been hitting the, you know, hitting the hitting the skies, brother. So sky's the limit for you. Thanks for coming on, bro. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's not a problem. It was a pleasure. All right, you take care now, John. All right, you too. Okay, that was San Diego-based independent superstar. I say superstar because he was working the NWA tapings. Uh, this past weekend, and he's been all over the place. Uh, Johnny Yuma, I have on the line probably the breakthrough independent tag team this year, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks. What's going oh, on, you're making, man, you're making me smile. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be well, on here. You know, at, at, at least at least uh, Shane and Shannon Ballard aren't coming on, aren't going to oh, come on God. the show and rib you on the air, so. There was an age yeah. limit today. You could, you had to be at least under 25 to call Rubber Guard Radio. And, uh, there it is. And it, 
Shannon and Shane are well, well above the age limit. So uh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, they're over 50. So. And, and then you had the green card too. And trippy. You know when um, we we did a shoot interview for for WrestleWarehouse.com, cheap plug, uh, with the Balor brothers, and I was mastering it on my computer after we did it. And and my wife came over and, and gave me a kiss, and she looked at the screen. She's all, hey, they look like gold member. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I was like, hey. Well, I, I mentioned the Ballard. Um, would you – you guys have worked with them, I mean, all over, many different companies. Yeah. What do you think of them, honestly, as a team? Oh, well, uh, Matt, you want you – want, oh, me? Okay. Uh, the Ballard brothers, we uh, – we actually grew up watching them uh, wrestle on UPW. Uh, I, don't, I forgot what channel it was, but it was some local channel. Yeah, exactly. And we we always loved their uh, their gimmick and what they did because we thought they're very innovative and uh, like we always watched them. So when we first got to wrestle them, it was a big big deal for us because we always looked up to them, like watching them on TV and stuff. So. It was a big deal to, to work them for the first time. And now, maybe, what, two years later, we've worked them maybe 30, 40 times, I would say. And I think they're great. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal tag team. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shane and Shannon are great guys. Uh, totally hit it off with them. I, I could truly say they're two of our our uh, best friends in the business. And uh, they, they really helped us out wrestling-wise. Uh, they helped us come up with – new stuff, and we really molded ourselves off of their style. Uh, when we first wrestled them, they introduced us to their their style that they kind of created, and, that, and Nick and I have kind of, you know, used that and kind of made it our own, but I have to say a lot of our wrestling comes from uh, the Ballard Brothers style of wrestling. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Um, I can, by watching your work in Dragon Gate, okay, I can see where the Ballards have rubbed off on you. Yeah. Um, just because they are so well-rounded, you know, they could do the lucha, they they could do the the stronger style, they could do the the fast-paced um, tag team stuff. Now, I would personally myself would love to see the Ballards in Dragon Gate, but that's oh yeah, I mean. oh yeah. And I were talking about that. We said, you know, if there's any team that we we like to bring with, besides you know the the Cutlers who we we started with, we would say okay. the Ballard absolutely they would oh, yeah. they would fit in those guys they can go and uh i think the japanese guys would love them out there you know those guys are just just as fast and just as you know in shape as those guys so uh i mean man we'll, we'll see what we can do we'd like to bring them out there with us one day oh yeah definitely okay i do have a few questions which were sent in by some of our listeners um first off Tell me, how was it like to uh, to train in the dojo, in uh, the Dragon Gate dojo, and how much time did you spend there? Uh, I'll start, Nick, and then you can finish it. Um, well, the thing of the Dragon Gate uh, group is it's, it's probably – actually, I know this for a fact because I've talked to a lot of people. Uh, they hold the most shows of any promotion in Japan, up to 250, and – each show is kind of just randomly put, like, uh, these guys are on the road seven to ten hours a day. And when we would get kind of, when we do these tours, we, we would uh, have to do at least seven to ten hours of traveling a day. 
and we were doing sometimes up to seven shows a week, so that's no days off. So that leaves you little to none uh, dojo training time. But on our off days uh, in Kobe, which is where their headquarters are based, they do have a dojo, and they do get to train the young boys a little bit. So, I mean, we did get to go into the ring and train with them and kind of teach the young boys and help them out and then get some tips from the veterans out there. But most of the time we spent out there, we were literally on a bus trying to get some hours of sleep in or we were at a show because we were at shows from literally, I think the normal call time, you'd usually get to a show around 2 and we weren't leaving the building until 11, sometimes 12, sometimes later, sometimes earlier. But it was it was so hard to really get any time into the dojo, let alone trying to get time into the gym, which we barely get to do when we're out there. Nick and I, he's before and after pictures of us, uh, you know, with the tours, we, we're, we're losing 12 to 15 pounds a, a tour. I mean, it, these guys have the most grueling schedules ever. And on top of all the wrestling, they're also the same guys who have set up the entire arena. I'm talking the chairs, the ring. You know the speakers, everything like the flyers. They got they got to do everything. These guys don't really have a ring crew with them. The wrestlers do it all. It's all part of the Dragon Gate culture. It's like uh, the tradition that they've had, and we we had to learn to do all that also. So really, I would say most of the training was on an everyday basis, having to go through the grueling training uh, in the ring before the shows with the guys, me for a few hours, uh, being on the road, uh, having these crazy matches, and. Uh, waking up early and doing it all over again, you know. So, I mean, uh, we didn't get to train as much as we had hoped in the dojos, you know, the crazy schedule. But what we did get to learn from these guys is something we'll never forget. I mean, uh, just being out there watching these guys perform. And uh, as you know, we're, we're uh, part of the one of the units, the World One group. So we, Nick and I had to – we got to go out there firsthand and watch guys like Doi and Yoshino, you know, right there at ringside. And that was probably the best learning experience you could have. Yeah. Now, um, <clears throat> Just it up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, bro. Um, now, just because of the breakneck pace that that the Dragon Gate promotion, you know, the the, the workers work. Um, obviously, everybody's working hard. Um, yeah. What guys have stood out as far as you guys have seen? Um, you guys give you your answer. That I'll give it. mine. Out in Dragon Gate, yeah. are you trying to say, or yes, out? Uh, Dragon Gate. Let's see. I, I, I would, I would say Doi and Yoshino uh, first and foremost. Exactly. They, oh yeah. They were. Those guys are insane. They, uh, like, they would not get tired. Every day they would have these twenty-minute matches, and like, they didn't seem exhausted at all. Like, they had the best win like I've ever seen out of any wrestlers. And uh, well, most of them actually are like that. Like Shingo as well. He. He could go with God, the best of Shingo's a machine. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. I love working Gama. He's great. He, he could go as well. I, the whole roster could go. That's 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 something that uh, Japan has over, I would say, the U.S. promotions is that every worker could could go 20 to 30 minutes if they had to. You yeah. know what I mean? Do you agree yep. with that, Matt? Uh, and, and by the way, you also got Ryu and um, Susumu, those oh, guys. Yeah. Are, oh, yeah. yeah. We had our best matches of our career out there with those two. But um, And then we really, really liked our uh, Dragon Gate LA match we had with them. But, yeah, like Nick, is, uh, these guys, everyone in the roster can go at 
there's never a night where you look you look at your name on the card and and then you you look at who you're wrestling, which we couldn't read because it's all in Japanese. But there's there's never a night where you look and you go, man, I gotta wrestle this guy tonight. Man, I gotta. Every night is like a new adventure because you know that you're gonna be going out there putting on a five star match because every guy in the company can go, you know. And uh, that's one even thing. The like old they, wrestlers. Oh, you know, even the older guys are the best. You know, they're in the greatest shape. And then one weird thing I found is the fact that 97% of the roster smoke cigarettes like chain smokes, and then it doesn't even affect them once they're out there in the ring. It, it, it's something that I don't understand. But uh, the Japanese. Okay. Well, yeah, let's. I agree uh, with him. Let's. Uh, I'm going to mention this guy, and and I want, I want funny stories from each of you. Okay. okay. Stalker Ichikawa. Oh, oh God. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> we actually, uh, we we lived with him for uh, about a week or so, like in their sanctuary, they call it. Uh, it's it's like the building they have in Kobe, Japan, where uh, say we have some days off, they'll have us stay there for uh, for a week or two or whenever we have days off. So, uh, well, we we were with him for a week and like. He, he's a he's a character like we we uh we would wake up in the morning and he would be on the floor just sleeping in the kitchen just random things like that literally in the kitchen laying down butt naked sleeping and we're like we're like what in the world like every day he'd be uh on the floor sleeping like that it was it was weird like cause we didn't ever see anyone else sleeping in the kitchen like that and his, uh what else we, he would do weird, weird things. Like uh, every time the ring would be set up, he would climb the top rope and uh, mm-hmm. and jump head first to the to the mat. And uh, everyone around him would start laughing, and they'd say, "One more time, one more time." So he'd go on the top rope again and jump head first onto the mat to get a laugh from the boys. And they'd say, "One more time again." And he he literally would climb on the top rope and go head first about 20 times just to please the guys. It, it was hilarious. It was ridiculous. <laughs> you, do you remember anything else, Matt, that he would do? Is Matt on the line? I can't hear him. I can't hear him either. Did we uh, lose him? Okay. I got Matt back. There he is. But, uh, but yeah, soccer was a character... Um, my my wife right here, who's driving next. We just came home from uh, we're on our way home from Universal Studios. We got we had a lovely Grinchmas. Uh, she said the first first time I just said soccer squad. She said creepy, and uh, that's the best way to put it. I have to say. Uh, I mean, he's a great guy. He's funny, but he he's a little weird. Um, and he's one of those guys that is, never knows how to turn it off. You know, he's, uh, yeah. he's kind of he's into his character, but. Um, yeah. Played about soccer, um, the wrestlers would really like to rib him. Like Don Fuji oh, would. Yeah, I forgot about that. Would, uh, would, would just to rib him, he he would take his hair, like maybe where your sideburns grow, he'd twist it as hard as he can in front of everyone, and then he'd just pull out a you know a handful of hair. And then and <laughs> soccer would no sell it because he's known for being really tough. So what would Don Fuji do? You know, he, he would take another uh, you know, twist and pull another uh, patch of hair out. It's just weird stuff like that. Or on the bus, people would just come up to soccer while he's asleep and slap him in the face. You know, yeah. And his, his, his gimmick is he has to no-sell everything that happens to him. So yeah. Nick and I got a, got a kick out of watching what the guys would do to him and, like, to torment him. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, that's um, funny. And the funny thing is he's not even one of the young boys. Like, he probably gets it worse than, uh, I'd say, all of the young boys. Oh, yeah, he's been working for so long, too. It's funny. He'll rib him like crazy. Yeah. Now, now, please tell me you guys watched the match you had with Necro in California. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> has that has it ever been released on DVD? I'm not sure. I don't think it has. Like they they aired our match uh, on TV out there, and we got to see it on YouTube. But I'm not sure about the the whole event. Mm. I yeah, want to get know. it. Really it I'm on Infinity. Yeah, I want to see. Great I mean, event, though. I want to see the event. Just you know, I wasn't able to get down there. Oh but, yeah, it, it was oh, a good was event. Oh, every our whole family was there. My wife was there. Everyone dug it. They said it was the best show they've seen all year in California, which is saying a lot. Yeah, you know, cause there's wow. been some good stuff I would, there. I would say that was probably the best show uh, in 2008 uh, out in SoCal. I just think it was a different type of event. There's a, it was really an intimate experience for me, especially, and I think Nick also, uh, because Nick and I are so proud of uh, what we've done in Japan, and we have some of the best fans in Los Angeles, and just to just to bring the two, you know, and, and have a mesh for one night, and have our family there, you know, it's like it, it was a real special night, and it was definitely one of my one of the biggest highlights of uh, my year for sure. Yeah, definitely. What are your thoughts on SEMA? Oh, man. he We haven't really got to work with him because his neck has been injured, but uh, I've seen some of his work, and uh, every time I see him, he's great. Like, tell him about that funny story about his neck, Matt. Uh, this this is just goes to tell you how tough these guys are, The just the Japanese guys and uh, their work ethic. Uh First night we got there on our first tour, we landed in Narita and we took they took us to Tokyo and we were all freaked out. The next night we had our first we had our debut at the Corkin Hall in Tokyo. So we get there and first guy we uh we see is our good friend Sima, who we've seen at a few of the PWG shows prior to that. So we noticed that Sima has uh, I don't know if he's got something around his neck, I can't really remember. What did he have, Nick? Maybe a neck brace? Yeah, he had a something neck brace. Yeah, I think he was wearing a neck brace, and he was obviously in pain. And he looked a little thinner than he actually is. He's a little more bulked out. So I go up to Seema, and I said, Seema, I said, you know, uh, what's wrong? You injured? And he, he kind of tells me in broken English, oh, uh, no good, no good, injured. I go, ah, Seema, my friend, Seema, what happened? And he went into detail about how he hurt his neck. And it was kind of it was kind of uh, just a culmination of, of his entire career. And one bad bump finally did it, you know, so. I go, so Simo, what's wrong? He says, neck broken. It's like, oh, how how long are you going to be out, Simo? He says, uh, maybe maybe two weeks. Nick and I looked at each other and our eyes like hit the floor. We're like, okay, dude, you have a broken neck and you're going to be out for only two weeks. So I think he understood how how bad he was really injured because he obviously wrestled two weeks later on the tour. Um, not even until the last, the, the next tour, second week, we came out there and he was still hurt. And uh, he did one match against uh, Stalker on one of the TVs, and he was real banged up. So it was kind of like more of a comedy match. But that's actually, sadly, the only time Nick ever wrestled on the same show that he's wrestled on. But he has been on the road with us, and we've gotten to hang out with him, and we've gotten to do a couple of sponsored dinners with him. And, and just to see what it's Go ahead. 
Yeah, he's back now, though. I was looking at some cards, and he's been wrestling, so. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he epitomizes the Dragon Gate pro- uh, product, I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, I agree. He's just so well-rounded. And even, you know, even when he was a job boy in WCW, you know, yeah. I, I knew he was going to be something. And uh, yeah. Magnum as well. Yeah, <laughs> Now, um, you, you put over... Uh, you you put over Yoshino and Doi. Yeah. Now those guys, they need to take a year here. You know, work Mexico, work the states. Those guys are unbelievable. Oh yeah, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've they've actually been to Mexico. Uh, I yeah. think they were telling us how long, Nick, for a couple of years. Yeah, Yoshino was sure trained out there. Was out there. And uh, that's why they're so though. well. It, they know Lucha Libre. They know the Japanese style. They can go with the Americans. Like, they, you know, they, they showed, uh, I think it was on Impact, and they did a couple of pay-per-views. I mean, they mm-hmm. can do it. And, and uh, we we happened to wrestle them PWG this time last year, and we just didn't know what to expect. And I, we had a good match with them. It was, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't one of our best because we weren't really expecting them to be so – great and quick and I think we kind of underestimated them. We knew they were good, we just didn't know how good they were. So in comparison to some of the matches we did have with them months later in Japan when we got to like really learn their style, man, yeah, we, we would definitely. blow the roof off of some of those places. So oh, yeah. those, those are two of our best opponents easily yeah, in Yoshino. I've never yeah. ever been in the ring with guys that good. We had a match with them on a TV taping in, in a Japan uh, for their tag tournament, and we we went about 25 minutes, and it was a phenomenal match. It was one of our best of the tour. The whole thing, though, you'll never see it like it truly was. That's that's the only bummer about Dragon Gate editing. They love to butcher uh, a lot of the matches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and poor uh, Yoshino, he actually just uh, hurt his neck, so he's he's out for a little while. Got injured. Yeah. Yeah, we already. Mac, Doi just won the title, actually. Did you hear about that, Matt? Yeah, he won uh, Chingo. Yeah, he beat Chingo. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. monster, though. You know, yeah. Shingo, Shingo's a monster. And oh, yeah, you know, he's, he's bigger than a lot of the Dragon Gate guys. And he's just fucking brutal, man. That guy throws some stiff-ass forearms. It's like, I see him, <laughs> dude, and I wince. It's like, fuck me. Dude, it's a fucking yeah. work. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, we got but, to work him. He's, he's awesome. We, <laughs> we got the run Shingo a couple. He was also a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm surprised that Shingo hasn't hasn't latched on with any of the bigger companies. Yeah. Well, uh, these, these guys are making money. These guys are making great money out there. It's ridiculous. Like uh, Yoshino, uh, or was it Yoshino or? Uh, uh, one one of the guys they own like two houses. Oh, like they're all rich. Pretty good like, money. Yeah, so like I don't even think they want to move anywhere and go to a different company because I think sweet they're deals. Still, right? um, like Yoshino's got a sweet Mustang and uh, and uh, Susumu's got like Nick was saying multiple homes and these yeah. guys they they're not hurting. I'll tell you that they're they're probably not making the money that a lot of the new Japan guys are making, but uh, they're doing they're doing pretty dang good. Yeah. Well, you you miss, you mentioned Susumu. He's been doing this for a while. Um, 
I mean, I remember watching him in Battle Arts of all places. Uh, and what, what do you think of that guy? Uh, he's oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. First of all, let's talk about the the person. I've never met a more vain man in my in my life. I love him to death. But Nick and I laugh every time he's brushing his teeth, he's shaving, he's doing something to increase, like, the look of him, like, his mathematics, you know, like, he's constantly doing something, uh, like, he's always looking at a mirror, he's flexing, so I actually want to start ribbing him next time I see him about that, maybe carry a, rib, uh, a mirror around with me and kind of kind of make fun of him, impersonate him, because that's, that's what he's known as to Nick and I, Bach even uh, says that, too, I mean, he, he's constantly got this little razor, I, I swear, he'll he'll go over the same part on his body 20 times, he'll oil it up, he'll shave it again, he just cracks me up, like, I'll sit there and watch. I love the guy, though, he's great. But, uh, I'm Luke. Um, go ahead. Narcissist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's well, great. You, you mentioned oh. Pac. Oh, yeah, You Pac. mentioned Pac. Um, you know, that motherfucker, he is insane. Um, what do you guys think of him in the ring? He's uh, he's probably I would say one of the best uh, high flyers. Actually, no, he he is the best high flyer in wrestling right now, easily. We got the oh, work yeah. with him uh, at PWG All Star Weekend, uh, the last one, and uh, he's actually sick with the flu uh, that night. He's actually throwing up in that match that we had with him. We were teaming up with him and. Uh, even with the flu, he was still pulling out like the craziest stuff I've ever seen. He's, he's great, great person. Yeah, a little. Too. A lot of guys don't know uh, if you watch the DVD. There's a couple of parts where Nick and I are kind of in the ring clapping because Pac was supposed to come and hit some some high spots, and uh, I actually physically get out of the ring and I see Pac down on all fours with the apron uh, on, in his hands, and, he, and he's literally puking just. Looks like water, uh, just throwing it all up, and uh, just telling me that he doesn't know how he's gonna keep going and stuff. So I had to kind of push him, and sort of Nick, we had, we had to tell him, "Come on, man, we can finish this match. We can do this." Because he he was almost at the point where he wanted to leave. He was he was so sick, yeah. he was sick as a dog. Yeah. But I mean, watching the match, you'll never know because that's just how tough he is. Uh, he got in there, and just, the guy's amazing. Uh, after the match, he thanked us for pushing him so hard, and we just, I thanked him for making us look so good, you know, going off the top rope every 10 seconds, hitting a flashy, flippy move. You know, it, the guy can do anything. You know, I can't, I can't even dream about doing the stuff the guy does. Yeah, and the, the thing is, you know, he's over on so many continents. Yeah. You know, here, oh, yeah. Japan, he's huge in Europe. Oh, yeah. He is huge in Europe for uh, Rikishi's group, um, New yeah. Evolution. They, you know, they, yeah, they gave him <clears throat> they gave him the uh, the uh, Jungle Pop name. Now, yeah, whenever yeah. he comes out, he's all hoo, 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 like yeah. he used to do, and, and the crowd just goes nuts. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Good gimmick. Yeah, he about that. He was telling us about that. He loves that promotion because he doesn't have to do as much as he has to do uh, like elsewhere, like say in Dragon Gate. So. It's easier on his body, I guess. Working he's there. telling everybody that uh, he's all the Japanese guys that he's uh, he's Tarzan Paul now, and all the mm-hmm. all the guys got a complete laugh off of that. They're just cracking up. <laughs> you know, it is. It's true. You know, he he's way over. Um, he's right. You know, he doesn't have to do as much, and 
You know, the crowd just goes bananas. No pun intended. <laughs> God, that sucked. Uh, that was bad. Okay, we're, uh, we're going uh, to get off the Japanese. Um, just don't tell my wife. Um, <clears throat> we're going to uh, start talking about Gorilla, if that's okay with you boys. Perfect. Cool. Now, uh, what, what do you guys think of the new guy, Brandon Bonham? Uh, he's good. I, me and Matt actually have uh, got to work him uh, in singles competition, actually. I worked him in a, at a PWG show, and Matt worked him actually at a SoCal Pro show, and we were very mm-hmm. impressed. And Matt actually uh, pitched uh, Bonham after he wrestled with him to, to the PWG 6, and uh, that's pretty much how he uh, got a spot uh, uh, in Gorilla is because of uh, Matt pushing and politicking his, uh, his way in, if you will. <laughs> you like oh, that, yeah, Matt? He's, he's fun. Yeah, he's good, though. He's a good worker. He's, I don't know if he's uh, going to continue wrestling or not, though, because he has, like, a another job, actually, that he's actually making, like, six digits on, and uh, Ooh. he might he might not continue wrestling as much as he, he has been because – it's a liability on what he does for his career, and you can't blame him if he's making that much, you know. Right. Now, yeah. when you when you two aren't working, okay, how much time do you guys actually spend together? Well, uh, Matt actually just uh, moved out from uh, where he used to live uh, up here in the high desert where I live right now. So we 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 see each other on shows and. Uh, he usually comes up and visits the family like once a week, so we we see each other uh, a good amount of times, like three three times a week maybe. And if we're doing a lot of shows, we'll we'll see each other the whole weekend. So we we okay. get a we get a lot of time together, especially when we're out in Japan. We we live together, so. Okay. Yes, because I'm I'm going to drop a package in the mail for you boys. Um, I'm just going to send it to the Rancho Cucamonga address you sent me. So okay. um, you 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 two girls can fight over whatever whatever I'm sending you. Um, <laughs> now I have to ask. I asked this of the Ballards when when I when I did the shoot with them. Um, do you feel that since you're brothers, you guys connect better as a team? Oh yeah, I I definitely think that. Uh, I I think it, it's weird because like we've been teaming for about four years now and. Uh, I think we know each other's uh, next movements and things like that now, by now, because, like, I'll be tagging them in, and we already know what we're going to be doing, like, just from the – I don't know. It's weird. You can't really explain it because you just – you know what we're going to – we know what we're thinking, kind of. It's weird, like – and we both, like – I don't know. It's it's, You can't explain it. Like, I don't know if Matt can explain it any better than me, but it's weird because it's just, like, the brother, like, chemistry you got. Mhm. Mhm. Well, like the Steiner. Yeah, yeah. And did Matt, you know, did Matt get kicked off again? I don't know. Let me check here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing 14 things at once. Yep. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we got you, brother. Now I keep. Um, I have horrible um, service right now. You have a shitty cell phone. But now let let me ask: Are there any? Are you? You know what? There's many. So. Uh-huh. First, we'll start with Nick. What three tag teams in the business, independent, 
independent that are not under contract to TNA or WWE would you yeah. like to work with? Oh, man. Rhea, let's see. Mm-hmm. I would say, obviously, uh, Generico and Steen is one of them. Uh, yeah. Soon enough. And the Bri- probably the Briscoe Brisco. brothers. Yeah. Briscoe's uh, easily. I'd like to do more stuff with uh, the Age of the Fall. We've, we've gotten to work them a couple of times already. Yeah, but uh, I think I think I think we can have a a really solid feud against those guys. Um, just to name you know a couple. Who I, you know who I would like to work again is uh, Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Soon yeah, they're on them. Soon enough. Yeah, we yeah, uh, we work well with them. The there's got to be a few others. The tough ones are always a blast. How about the Tomasellis out of Chicago? Yeah. I think that would that would be a really good matchup too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Heartbreak Express out of Florida. Okay. You know, there's there's many like I just can't man. There's a lot of guys. I know you said not contracted anything. I mean, but if ever possible, well, machine Nick and guns, I, but, yeah, the machine guns. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say. That's an obvious one. So. We'd love you to know, work I, them. Now the question is, would you, would you, if you were to work the machine guns, would you prefer to be the babies? Yeah, I think so. I think I think Nick and I work best as babyface. Um, yeah, that's, I think yeah. that's just healed. the best way. Well, you know, we, we like both. We like both ways. It just seems like we we connect better as 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 the the baby faces and matches. It's just. It's just the chemistry we have, I think, with the fans and with each other. It works better that way. I mean, we've, yeah, we've had some cool matches as heels too. But um, the Machine Guns—they're they're such a—they're such a team that it would probably be best as even maybe just a really fast Dragon Gate style match with uh, even you know four baby faces going at it. I thought of a team that I would love to work: uh, Eddie Hart and Jack Evans. Actually, that'd be really good. Yeah, go. yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. There's yeah, just a ton of guys. guys. I would like to it up in Mexico, man. They're just fucking on a whole oh, different yeah. level. I'd like uh, to wrestle one day, Harrison uh, uh, and the Miz. Uh, I think that'd be a really good matchup. Well, they're a really good team too. I mean, I was really surprised. Um, I oh, knew yeah. Morrison. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew him. I knew him before he did the Tough Enough. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, because he's from up here. You know, he's from outside Sac- yeah. uh, Sacramento. So, uh-huh. but uh, the Miz, I mean, Jesus, who would have thought, you know, this, this jack-off from the real world? Yeah, yeah really. no one would have guessed. And uh, but, yeah, I have to say, uh, the why I say, oh, I want to work with those guys is because I would have never had said that before we kind of work with them and do the whole DX thing on ECW. I, I gained a lot of respect for those guys because – they are probably two of the hardest working guys in the company. People don't understand this. Uh, when we were there, they did two matches. They had a couple of promos, which all lines that they had to you know, remember. Like these guys got a crap load of stuff, you know, on their plate, and and they're really good. They're talented guys. They're charismatic, you know. Just working with them and doing the dirt key with them on ECW was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. so. Uh, I think we could tear it up one night, and Definitely. if the time comes, I think we can have a really good match with those guys. Yeah, well. 
Well, see, that's where velocity is gone. Um, that show yeah. on Saturday nights, they would bring in indie guys to work. You know, no, not quite job guys, but, you know, above where they get yeah. out matches on the air. That's what's missing. Yeah. I used to love velocity and shotgun. That stuff oh, was yeah. good shit. Those were the oh, wrestling yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. Well, I hear they're bringing back WWE superstars, or who knows? There you go. Maybe they'll bring back a show like that. Now, you guys work Japan. You guys work in Southern California. And just to let the fuckers know that are listening, Southern California does not end at Los Angeles. It goes all the way down to San Diego. SoCalProWrestling.com. SoCalProWrestling.com. NewWaveProWrestling.com. There are two companies down there that are... uh, that are doing their thing. Um, hey, yeah, man. Ask, well, speaking of speaking of which, what's going on with that? When's the last time the Young Bucks have been in San Diego? Well, good. Jeff. You, I know he's listening. You, you <laughs> Jeff Dino, is listening. Now you yeah. have been in Japan, my man. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of a rough <laughs> commute, San Diego to Japan and back. So, but um, <clears throat> there you go. I know. I'm just giving him a hard time. Well, yeah, we look at Well, you you guys have been in Jeff's ring. Um, what do you think of the ring? I like it's the it. wrestling ring. I like it. <laughs> as long as it's, as long as it has ropes on the floor, I think we're we're okay. There it is. <laughs> they used now, it at the TV, I believe. Yes, yes, that was the Jeff Dino's ring for the NWA yeah. TV tapings. Yes, it was. Um, well, one day, one time, Nick and I wrestled in in Mexico on a concrete roof. So I think anything's better than than that. <laughs> there you go. Now yeah. that now that you're now that you're in bed with the NWA, um, is there a chance that you would go south of the border to work any NWA Mexico shows? Well, I'm not yeah. a great sleeper, so I don't know. I would do it. I want to. I want to go see Teddy Hart again. I miss that guy. There you go. Run into him. <laughs> I'd like to hang out with Alex Kozlov out there. Yeah. No, I'd love to go to Mexico. There you go. Now, yeah. Now, you guys, you guys work SoCal. Um, have you guys ever done any shots up here in Northern California? Yeah, yeah, plenty yeah. Oh, yeah. actually. We've, we've worked there a lot actually. Uh, we did. The, we used to work eight PW a lot. Uh, and uh, what else would we do out there? We would do a. Uh, we did SPW a couple times too. Who? Uh, yeah. Supreme Pro Wrestling Big oh, Ugly. Okay. Sacramento. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Big Ugly yeah. runs uh, a really good show. Oh yeah, yeah we had a lot of fun. We only did a couple. We did it a couple of times, and Nick was saying we did Nah a couple of times. I think I believe that's uh, Mike Rain. Yeah, that's in Fresno. Another good yeah, we've done that. Um, not as much as we'd like to, though. I mean, I, we'd like to come back up there. So, uh, when are you going back to Japan? Uh, right now, it's looking like February. We don't have the exact dates yet. We're, they're pending. But it looks like we're going to be doing another tour from February to, um, to March. So, we're looking forward to it. We're psyched. Uh we're still waiting on the exact days, but um, we're definitely going out there again, and hopefully in 2009 we can go out there multiple times. 
Mm-hmm. Now, there's a there's an NWA affiliate up here. Um, I live outside San Francisco. Um, there's an NWA affiliate, uh, Revolution, or Pro Wrestling Revolution, Gabe Ramirez's company. Um, uh-huh. They run rather regularly. Um, considering your NWA talent, um, what do you think of of contacting Gabe and and trying to get on trying to get on a show up here? Let's do it. I'd love to. <laughs> I'm down. I love working uh, anywhere. Anywhere new. Put in I love a good it. word for us, man. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll hook you guys up with a phone number when I get off the air. How does that sound? Yeah, man. Text message me. We'll, we'll do this. Of course. Um, also, there's Fog City Wrestling up here that runs specifically in San Francisco, and they their their main heel is Slim. Um, oh, yeah. That, that would be another good company. I'd like to see you guys work for. Um, we need to see more of you guys up here. Yeah, absolutely. What about what about uh, big time uh, wrestling? The Ballards go there. Do you know anything about them? Of course, Kirk White. They run every other month. Um, yep. You need to hook up with the Ballards. The Ballards could probably get you booked, but you wouldn't be able to work them because one's a heel, one's a baby face. Oh, uh, I see. So yeah, we, we were supposed to come up there a couple months ago, but something happened. But uh, yeah. I'll have to hit Shannon up again and bug him. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, never mind Shane. He's a prick. Talk to Shannon. Yeah, yeah Shannon's <laughs> the guy to talk to, let's be honest. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, I have to ask, guys, how did you come up with Mbop as your entrance? Uh, you want me to tell a story next? Yeah, go ahead. Please. Um... One time we were wrestling at, I think it was one of the Gap shows, uh, it was just called a war. And uh, I remember a couple of the fans were heckling us. They were really mean, and they just kept calling us the Hanson brothers and uh, really getting on us about it. And uh, funny funny thing is, Nick and I would get that a lot growing up. And my, bro- my other brother, Malachi, C.K. Jackson, who also looks similar to a Hanson brother, um, He'd get it also. So wherever we'd go, I was like, oh, it's the Hanson brothers, you know, this is the three of us. Mm-hmm. So we hated it at the time. We, you know, I, I resented it because those guys, you know, were, you know, to us, you know, we're, they were homos. You know, you don't want to be like the Hanson brothers. So uh, so finally I was like, you know what, I think it'd be really funny if uh, if we came out to Hanson Umbop. And Nick agreed. That was kind of funny, too. And we we think that the fans would, would kind of dig it because we're kind of making fun of ourselves and laughing at ourselves, you know, along with everybody else. So we just decided one time, I think our, the first time we did it was at a Battleground Pro Show in uh, New Hall, and we just wanted to kind of try it out. And as soon as we put it on, man, the fans just started laughing and clapping and the people, all the boys in the back, and everybody just started digging it. So we went out and it got a huge pop, and we are just like, you know what, this is, this is something that uh, – that might catch fire, you know, if we keep going with it. So we did it from that day on, and uh, we brought it with us to Japan, where I am not kidding you, the wrestlers go crazy over it. Uh, we had some of the guys actually ha- uh, have us tell them the title of the song and artist so they can download it. So it's it's actually one of those things for the show when we're on tour there, they put the song on loop for about an hour, and all the boys are singing it, clapping and dancing. It uh, it became one of those those hits, you know that uh, that uh, the Young Bucks and Umbop Hanson Hanson. What am I saying? Umbop and Hanson and the Young Bucks have come synonymous with, you know. It's just it, 
And then one one fun thing too. The other, I think the first time we did the NWA tapings, uh, Hanson was actually playing at a venue like a couple blocks from the building. And Nick and I, Nick and I mentioned how funny it would have been if we could have got them to come sing our music live. I think that'd be the greatest thing ever. That would have been money. Would have been money. Maybe one day, maybe at WrestleMania or something, we'll have Hanson uh, perform our theme music. There you go. So, <laughs> out of all the time that you guys have spent in uh, in pro wrestling, Gorilla, who have been your favorite opponents? Hmm. Go ahead, Nick. I, I, I don't know. That is tough. Wow. Uh, what, what would you say? We've had a lot of good matches there. A lot of. I had matches. a lot of. I had a lot of fun working with Generico and Steen and Sosimo in that one six man at the All Star Weekend Seven. That was yeah, that was mm-hmm. blast. That was really fun. It's always fun working with Joey Ryan and Scott Loss. We've had some killer matches with them. Yeah, um, definitely. The, uh, there's so many. It's so, it's so hard to. T- yeah, I mean, the Los Luchas have always been yeah been good to us. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's if you can really just write down one team name. I don't know. I think there's just so much, so many talented guys there. Age of the Fall, we've had two good matches with really good matches. Well, you know they're they're oh, up now. As of this past yeah. weekend, they broke up. So really? Austin Aries took Austin Aries took uh, Tyler Black's spot. Oh, oh wow! So, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, guy, that guy's got a bright future. He's got a right future. So he he'll probably yeah. be the Ring of Honor champion by the end of the year. Mm, yeah. the next I, have year. To, I have to agree, or it you know at yeah. least get programmed, you know up top with the. Uh, with Nigel. Oh yeah, he's there already. Yeah. yeah. He's up there Next for sure. He's He's definitely a talented. He's definitely a talented guy. Him and Jimmy. Jimmy's a a wrestling genius and and Tyler's he's already got a great mind for wrestling. We learned so much from wrestling those two. Yeah. Well, Jimmy is brilliant. I he should be booking a company of his own, but you know, he's just got that kind of a mind and you know, he's just yeah, amazing. And and he does so much, and it looks so believable. Even though he's like what, five foot one? He's a midget. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's he's really little, but yeah, like you said, everything he does looks legit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. But uh, gentlemen, we are out of time. Okay. I uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. It was uh, it was definitely well, my pleasure. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Now let's uh, let's get that MySpace out there so uh, we can get you some bookings. Good, Nick. It, it, it is MySpace.com/slash/TheYoungBucks. There you go. Nice and easy in Japanese. Yeah, yeah, we have our own single MySpace too. You can find on the top friends. Real easy. So. And you can also go, also find. Are you you guys are still running high risk? Correct. Yeah, right now we're, we're we're looking at a what was it, Nick? Maybe a February possibly. if we're in town. Yeah, possibly. We'll keep everybody posted. We don't really know the scoop on that right now. Yeah. Cool, cool. You guys keep me informed, and you know we'll uh, we'll plug your shows and whatnot, and uh-huh. you know, absolutely. But uh, also, um, do you guys have any merchandise for sale? Young Bucks T-shirts, DVDs, anything like that? We, uh, have we have we have some t-shirts. Um, We're kind of out, huh? Pretty much out, almost. But 
we wanted to get a new batch going. Yeah, we'll we'll have some shirts up soon, definitely before our tour, because those things those things sold pretty good for us last tour out in Japan. So I'm de- we'll definitely look into getting some new. We actually stole the uh, the rockers theme, and uh, I took a, a an '80s replica shirt uh, from WWE magazine, and I had Gary Yap kind of draw us in, me as Marty and Nick as Sean. We made our own shirt out of, off of it. So I mean, it looks really cool. Um, I wear we'll some shirts large. up, I'm sure. I wear an extra large, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, gentlemen, <laughs> it, it was my pleasure having you guys on. Um, we'll have to have you on, you know, in the very near future before you go back to Japan uh, when the NWA show starts playing on the Colors Network. So, you know, then we can we can talk more NWA shop. Um, I'm a firm yeah, supporter of the product. Um, I honestly believe it's going to be a number three, a true alternative to WWE and TNA. Um, Let's hope. But, oh, yeah. But once again, brothers, thanks for coming on. It was it was definitely my pleasure, and uh, we'll have to have you on again very soon. Thanks for having us, man. All right, brother. Good night. All right. Tell, tell Mom and Dad I said uh, good night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, good night, boys. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, All right, that was uh, that was world traveling <laughs> tag team specialists, the Young Bucks. Um, that was a pretty entertaining interview. Um, Alan Farrell, I got in your questions, brother. So, but uh, <clears throat> we're going to wrap up a few minutes early here. Uh, let's plug the spawn. Actually, first off, let's plug friends of the show. Uh, friends of the show would be. NewWaveProWrestling.com uh, New Wave I think has a show in January if I remember right I'm really horrible with dates um, Also uh, Revolution Pro Wrestling Gabe has got a show coming up I think it's the Shit I don't remember But you can get information on their website uh, Also Fog City Wrestling has got a show coming up In January FogCityWrestling.com um, Am I leaving anybody out? Uh, WrestlingObserver.com Also, if you want to get a hold of us on MySpace, that would be MySpace.com backslash RubberGuardRadio Always looking for friend requests uh, if, you're, if you'd like to be a guest on our show, hit us up I'll try to squeeze you into my tight schedule Ha 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 um, You can get our show archives at BlogTalkRadio.com backslash RubberGuardRadio For the second half of our archives The first half of the archives are at a dying site RubberGuardRadio.com uh, I'd like to put over um, <clears throat> the Planet Podcast. Uh, everybody loves Terry.com. Um, also, tomorrow night, if you're not busy, um, you can check out Big D and the Super Friends. I'm going to probably make an appearance. Um, you go to blogtalkradio.com and type in, or it's blogtalkradio.com backslash big underscore D underscore. I can't remember, but search uh, Big D. Um, You'll be able to get that on Fridays, uh, the Drunk Cast with Mr. Ed in San Antonio and Peach Machine. A couple of my dogs, you can uh, search Drunk Cast for under Blog Talk Radio. Also, a uh, friend of the show would be the TheAngryMarks.com. Big love to you, Stevie and the boys. Keep up the hard work. Then, um, last but not least, our sponsors, SoCalProWrestling.com. What can I say, man? If you're anywhere in Southern California, you need to check out this promotion. They've just unbelievable stuff and also our sponsors 
uh, WrestleWarehouse.com. If you need Lucha Libre masks, WWE swag, DVDs, a bunch of other stuff, hit them up. And last but not least, our newest sponsor, Alfredo at SlamBamJam.com. Lucha Libre, current Lucha, current Japan, a um, bunch of classics. You can get Dragon Gate stuff. You can see the Young Bucks. You type in Young Young Bucks, and then it'll give you a bunch of uh, bunch of DVDs that they're on. And last but not least, uh, Kurt Brown, uh, I know you're listening out there, brother. Get well, and good luck on the 5th. Hopefully this will take care of the cancer, and you're in our thoughts and prayers. And uh, before we cut out, I must say that Vanderlei Silva and uh, No Guerra, you two guys are washed up. But we will be back next Thursday for our first show of the new year. Uh, I'm not quite sure who we're going to have booked, but uh, keep your eyes out. Um, Wherever you saw this, you know where to find us. But I will be talking to you guys next week, and we will leave with a song.